If I would have been able to preach today, I would have preached on Palm Sunday. And I'm probably still going to make a video and post this because this is a word that you need. And I can't preach it next Sunday because I already got my message for next Sunday, and it ain't about Palm Sunday. It's Easter Sunday. It's about resurrection. Somebody say, I'll be back. And I say it like it's, I'll be back. So next week it's called, I'll be back. But the story of, of, of Palm Sunday is an amazing story. It is the day that we remember the beginning of what is known as Passion Week. And it is the week that was the fulfillment of the prophecy in Isaiah where it talks about the, the Messiah would ride the donkey, the colt, into the gates of the temple. And he would be acknowledged and uh, identified as the Messiah. But I always like to preach in, on the strangest characters. And for years, I've always preached on Palm Sunday about the donkey. Because I've always thought that this is one of the most unhonored positions. We know he's not human. He's just a donkey. But without the donkey, the donkey was a part of the prophecy. The prophecy said you'll know it. He cannot begin and recognize himself as the Messiah to die on the cross unless he rides through that gate on a donkey. Are y'all hearing me? Notice he didn't ride through the gate on a horse because a king never entered a gate on a horse unless he was declaring war. But when he rode a donkey, he was coming in peace. Are you hearing me? And, and that's why they didn't. many of them didn't recognize the moment because they thought if he's the king, what is he doing riding a lowly donkey? Because what he's trying to say is, the kind of king that you are looking for is not the king, the kind of king that I am. I didn't come to fight with a sword. I come to restore my kingdom. And I'm going to restore my kingdom through you. But I'm not going to open my Bible because I'm not going to preach it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to stand right here. And, but the Bible says something very unique. Just before and as they were climbing the mountain. Somebody say climbing the mountain. As they were climbing the mountain, because you understand the temple is on the top of Mount Moriah. You have to go up to get to the presence of God. And as they were climbing up to the temple, he looked at two disciples. The Bible and all the accounts of the gospel does not name those two disciples, so we don't know who they were. But listen to what they were told. As he's, as he's approaching the gate, he says to two of his disciples, there is a specific place that I want you to go. And the Word of God says this, that, there, that it is the place in the, in the, in the, in the uh, middle, in the corner of two roads. Somebody say two roads. There were two paths, and in the middle of where those paths cross, there is a post. And on that post, there is a rope. And attached to that rope and that post at the middle of those two directions is a donkey, the colt. And he's tied to that post. You will find him at that specific place. And when you go there, I want you to go over to the rope. And I want you to cut or release the rope and release the donkey. And when you do that, the owner of the donkey is going to freak out. 
and he's going to yell at you, what are you doing with my donkey? And you are to say to them, the Lord needs this donkey. The Lord has need for it. And he will be released, and you bring the donkey to me. And the Bible says they went to that specific place that Jesus told them, and they walked up. They had to have been amazed because the whole time they're thinking, we ain't, never, we ain't been nowhere near those roads. How would he even know that there's a donkey there? And if it was tied there, how, how does he know that it's not been out in the field? He made it very clear. He said, this donkey's never been even ridden before. This donkey is wild. This donkey has never been tamed. He was very specific. He wouldn't just say, you're just going to find a post somewhere. First post you find with a donkey on that's what I'm talking about. He says, no, there is a donkey at this exact place, and it ain't just any donkey. It is, the, it is, some, it is a donkey that's been set there and has ne- no one, even the owner that's going to freak out, has never attempted himself or anyone in his family to ever ride or to ever tame that donkey. It is as wild as it gets. Do you know there's the top two most stubborn animals, mammals, in the history of creation are? Do you know what the number two most stubborn animal is? A donkey. Do you know what the number one most stubborn animal is? You. Somebody say amen. So watch this. He found the donkey. They found the donkey exactly where it was at, tied to a post. And you got to get this. At the crossing of two paths. And what I think we miss is this. One of the things I was going to tell you today is that many times we are rebuking our delay and what we think has tied us down from being what we want to be. But my word for you this morning is maybe God has you tied to a post so that you will be in position when it comes time for your purpose. Because let's be honest, if that donkey had not been tied out, do you believe it would have sat right there and waited for its purpose? And I got news for you. One of those roads led to Jesus because they took that road back to Jesus. The other road led away from Jesus into the owner of the house. Who do you think the mule, the donkey, would have chose on his own? He would have went to the security, and he would not have went to the road to Jesus. So God had the donkey tied to a post so that they would be in position for the purpose. Now, in my mind, I see this. This is the gospel according to Larry. I see, and I have no scriptural proof for this. He could have just, you ever seen how they do a, a horse or a donkey? They'll just wrap it around something, and, and they, that's it. They don't do nothing else. It might have just been around a post. He pulled on it a few times and said, well, I can't get away. So he just in his mind thinks there's nothing I could do, although he probably had the strength to pull the post down. So more than likely, around his neck was still the rope or whatever it was that was tied to him, and they probably used that because he was still stubborn to guide him. So I want you to know that that's why this is on me. I'm not telling everybody now just start tying a rope around your arm everywhere you go. It's just on my arm today so that because I wanted y'all to see it the whole time God was moving in this house of where we were going. I have cut up a bunch of pieces of rope here. 
first thing that we did in this church that united us was this is us. Everybody say this is us. The second phase of us moving and reminding us of who we are and where we are in, at this time are going to be these pieces of rope. Here's why I want you to get a piece of rope today. Because I want you to use this piece of rope. Put it wherever you need to put it. Put it in your car. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it somewhere to remind you. Notice that it's frayed on both sides. This signifies that you have been set free. Are you hearing me? The Bible says that the first thing that Jesus did is he walked into the temple, found the place where it was written in Isaiah, and preached about setting the captive free. So on one side, you're, the, the captive is free. So you see that it's free to remind you that you're free. Somebody shout, I'm free. But the rope itself is to remind you that you could have took the wrong road, but God used your delay to keep you in place for this moment. This moment. Somebody say, I'm not going to miss my moment. I want you to look at somebody right now. I want, you, I want everybody to do it. Look at somebody other than just yourself. Say it to yourself. Say to somebody, the Lord has need for you. Make sure nobody doesn't get told that. Make sure everybody, if you've got to get up and walk across with somebody, if you see somebody sitting over by themselves, hey, the Lord has need of you if nobody told you that. The Lord has need of you. The Lord has need of you. The Lord has need of you. So I'm going to tell, tell you what the Lord has told me to do. God has told me that I today am like those disciples that God sent to that specific place to bring the donkey back to him. So I believe there's no way I was expecting this service to go this way. This was God. Let me tell you what God did in all that praise and all that excitement. He came down and he cut the rope. Are you hearing me? Somebody say amen. Somebody shout, I'm free. But aren't you thankful? Aren't you thankful that you didn't set yourself free and that you didn't leave for, before this moment? I know you were tempted to leave before this moment. I know you wanted to quit and give up and walk out and miss this moment. Aren't you glad that you pulled on that thing one more time and even though you're stubborn and you didn't want to be there and you started saying my God when is it ever going to be my time when is anybody going to ever be able to use me I'll never be able to do anything not only did God somebody send somebody like me to tell you that the Lord has need for you but here's what he has need of he needs somebody to carry him will you carry him Will you be a donkey? Somebody, are you glad I'm not preaching from the King James? Huh? I know somebody, that's the only thing they preach from. This sermon would have went a whole different direction. Touch your neighbor and tell them, don't be a King James donkey. <laughs> 